Welcome to the first episode of our four-episode series, Lessons from the 2022 Proxy Season, part of SNC Critical Insights. In this episode, Mark Trevino and Melissa Sawyer, co-heads of SNC's corporate governance practice, and Associate Jun Hu outlined the significant impact of recent SEC developments on the 2022 proxy season and discuss how SEC rulemaking could affect the 2023 proxy season. We're going to be talking about all these shareholder proposals, but before we dive into the data, we need to spend a few minutes talking about SEC rulemaking because so much of what we've been seeing over the last year has been informed by, or in some cases, even driven by what the SEC has been doing, which is a lot. They've been super busy. And that will also, I think, help us to make some predictions about some things that we might start to see in 2023, because that rulemaking effort continues. And by all accounts, we should expect to see some further changes in rulemaking this fall. So with that, let me turn it over to June and Mark to talk about some of these SEC developments that have been so important. Thanks, Melissa. I'll start with a development that occurred in November of last year when the SEC released its new staff legal bulletin, SLB 14L, which had a significant impact on the submission and voting trends during the 2022 proxy season. SLB 14L reversed prior SEC guidance and altered the staff's approach with respect to the ordinary business and economic relevance exclusions. Under the new guidance, instead of focusing on a particular proposal's significance to the specific company and its operations, the staff assesses whether a proposal raises issues with a broad societal impact in determining whether a proposal is excludable on the basis of ordinary business. Similarly, proposals that relate to operations below the economic thresholds under the economic relevance exclusion may no longer be excluded if they raise issues of broad societal or ethical concern related to the company's business. The staff's new approach correlated with a significant decrease in the likelihood of companies obtaining no action relief since the release of SLB 14 In particular, the success rate for no action requests decreased by almost 50% on social and political shareholder proposals. Not only were companies less likely to obtain no action relief, proponents were less incentivized to negotiate settlements with companies. For example, whereas social proposals used to be the most likely to be withdrawn, usually following company proponent engagement in advance of a vote, we observed that proponents were 1.3 times less likely to withdraw social and political proposals this year. Institutional investors such as T. Rowe Price have also remarked that proponents were more hesitant to engage with companies on these types of proposals. As a result, shareholder proposals made it to a vote much more frequently in the 2022 proxy season. For the first time in a decade, we observed that a majority of environmental, social, and political proposals submitted reached a vote. In fact, voted social and political proposals increased by 72% over the same period in 2021. However, despite a significant increase in shareholder proposals voted on, the number of passing proposals actually decreased. Shareholder support for social 
environmental and political proposals decreased in 2022 after steadily rising throughout the last decade, reaching a five-year low of 28%. In part, the lower support this year reflects shareholders' frustration with lower quality or non-company-specific proposals, which tended to be excluded or settled prior to a vote in past years. Besides making it harder for companies to resolve proposals in advance of their shareholder meetings, we expect proponents to continue to submit more prescriptive and granular proposals in the upcoming proxy season. For example, institutional investors such as BlackRock have noted that they voted on more prescriptive climate-related proposals this year, including those that seek specific timeframes or methods for reducing greenhouse gas emissions. We expect this trend to continue partly because SLB 14L specifically states that proposals seeking detail or seeking to promote timeframes or methods do not per se constitute excludable micromanagement. So with that, I'll turn it over to Mark. Mark, do you have any other predictions on the SEC's impact for the future proxy seasons? I think our continuing theme for our session today is going to be more to come. And that's what you can expect in 2023. Whatever your impression of 2022 was, you should just turbocharge it. If we look at the SEC's agenda, just a couple of months ago, the SEC proposed additional amendments to 14A8 that would narrow the ability to exclude shareholder proposals from proxy statements, this time on the basis of substantial implementation, duplication, or resubmission. I think that. There were rules, newer thresholds just adopted in 2020, which were designed to limit and focus shareholder proposals. The new change would not only moot that, which I think very few people thought had impact over the past season, but they invite more granular proposals, multiple proposals on the same topic, proposals year over year. It remains to be seen, I think, how much of an effect the rule change could have for 2023, or whether it's a 2024 item. But this SEC is more difficult to predict than the prior one. Not even on here is the pay versus performance rule adoption, which just came out and will be effective for the next season. One thing we do know that's going to be effective for the next season is universal proxy. So issuers should keep their eye on that. We've warned you over the past, I think, two or three years to make sure that your bylaws work and to get ready for increased focus on director qualifications. I think director qualifications is another item that the SEC rulemaking continues to work into a froth. You can expect greater scrutiny of qualifications along ESP lines with respect to cybersecurity and climate as those rules are adopted and require greater disclosure around that. According to the fall agenda, the commission still expecting to release human capital management disclosure requirements. We saw increased disclosure again over the past two or three years. If that agenda is aspirational, but if you took it at its word, that would be an October item. There have been lots of previews from the chair and the other commissioners with respect to what that might entail, might include workforce turnover, skills and development training and expenses some facts around compensation and benefits for the rank and file changes over time and workforce demographics, including potentially not only EEO1 data, but also health and safety type disclosure 
as well. The fall agenda also contains enhanced disclosure about diversity of board members, which at least even the aspirational agenda doesn't put that as a this year item. So that's a next year item. But look, these all serve as a roadmap against which pro-disclosure investors are likely to evaluate compliance even on a voluntary basis at this point. So that's what's happening. It's just more, more, more. And then, although not an SEC development, before we get into shareholder proposals, we have to keep an eye on exculpation of officers, which Delaware now permits for the first time to take advantage of this change as an existing public issuer. You're going to need to amend your certificate of incorporation, which everyone knows requires a shareholder vote, but also requires a preliminary proxy. It's not clear at this time exactly how this is going to develop for this season. I'm hopeful that there'll be a number of issuers that move forward with this because I think it is helpful for issuers and their shareholder base to get this behind them. But if you're thinking about it, even if you're not thinking about it, I would build time into your proxy process this year for a preliminary in case this is something that your management or board decides late in the day that they would like to adopt this year. And so build in time, be ready with an amendment if you elect to take that course. Thank you for listening to SNC Critical Insights. For more information about SNC's coverage of the 2022 proxy season, please visit us on the web at www.solcrom.com. Thank you.